Well, I'd let the guy standing next to me take it. If he doesn't drop dead, I guess it's okay. <laughs> so let's say let's say I was to to go out today and and get one of the vaccines. Let's say one of the COVID vaccines. If I don't okay. experience any negative side effects, if I don't drop dead, does that mean you're going to go out and get it then? No. Okay, so vaccines. Last time that we spoke, uh, we talked about the election. And in the middle of the conversation, there was a, a statement that you made, and I just kind of um, kind of went went by it. That wasn't really the focus of that conversation. Right. See, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. That's why. But yeah, that's yeah, fine. No, no worries. No worries yeah, like whatsoever. To, so, yeah, I like to stay on I, point. I think the, the your statement, now correct me if I'm wrong, and may, maybe you can just... Uh, Go over it as well, but I think you said something along the lines of, "You never had have it, have never had a vaccine uh, since you were in the military." Yep, and in fact, I've never had a I've had I've never had a vaccine shot okay. that I know of in my whole life, except okay. for when I was in grade school, and then when I was in the army, I had to have shots for different things when I went overseas. And then I had to have shots to come back to America, and uh, the only thing I've had done since then is blood drawn out of me for blood tests, whatever, Gosh. you know, okay. or, you know, just B8, you know, testing for cholesterol and all that other stupid stuff. Gotcha. <laughs> so, so what are your thoughts uh, on vaccines? What do you think about them? Well, what can I use for an example? How about cancer and heart attacks? Okay. They didn't exist back in the 50s. Vaccines, remember, vaccines are man-made. Vaccines are man-made. Mm -hmm. And current vaccines have not been tested or approved by the FDA. That's 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 all over the internet. That's you know, there's they've showed documentations, they've showed everything to prove that are we uh, talking and, about you know, all vaccines? Just to clarify. Um, yes, all vaccines, all even vaccines. the ones that have been approved by the FDA. I don't trust the FDA because I, I, I just picture them rubber, rubber stamping an approval and that's it, you know, okay. because, because look at all the, look at all the prescription drugs that are on TV. They have more side effects that are so dangerous, even kill people. Who would want to take a drug like that? And these are drugs that were approved by the FDA, hmm. but you know, it's got to, you know, this. This will clear. This will clear up your psoriasis, but you could have kidney failure, heart attack, blood clots. You know, who wants to take a medication? I can't believe they allow this kind of medication. Hmm. I'll release okay. it into the into the public by prescription through a doctor. Okay. Now, how, how would we go about determining if a if a vaccine or a medication was was safe for a person to take? What would what would be your criteria? Well, I'd let the guy standing next to me take it. If he doesn't drop dead, I guess it's okay. <laughs> I, okay, so just I know uh, that's not, that sounds pretty pretty raw, but hey, that's that's about okay. what it, you know that's that's about what it boils down to. I mean, these vaccines that are going around right now have killed lab rats. Okay, and then they're going to give it to us. Can I can I throw an example out there? So you said sure, that if the sure. if the guy next to you doesn't drop dead. So let's say let's say I was to to go out today 
and and get one of the vaccines, let's say one of the COVID vaccines. If I don't okay. experience any negative side effects, if I don't drop dead, are, does that mean you're going to go out and get it then? No, okay. <laughs> I'll get. I'll, I know that was that was that was kind of that was that was kind of too too direct, but what I threw yeah. out there, it was too strong of an example. My sure. my wife's ex husband took the shot for just one example. Mm -hmm. He died from a heart attack two weeks later, and he's two years younger than me. And he's a bigger guy. He's a farm boy. And he died from a heart attack because the vaccine shot that he took clotted his blood up and caused him to have a heart attack and die. And that was back in April. He took the mm -hmm. shot in March. Two or four weeks later, he, he died from a heart attack. And okay. we know other people that these vaccines are going around. I'll just tell you what I know right now in, 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 in short is um, you got Johnson and Johnson, you got Pfizer and you got Moderna, right? Yep. They all have the same stuff in it, and I have I have documentation, not not here, but on my computer, that's been that's been shared with the public from doctors, from notable doctors, and you know if all these if all these side effects are happening, you know, just like I won't take I won't take any prescriptions. I have asthma. I'm having a hard time getting the right kind of asthma medicine for me, which I need steroids and my. My VA doctor refuses to give me what I need. Hmm. So I'm not happy with that. And, you know, and I don't see why anybody, a girl, that, a lady that we know here in, in my hometown where, where we live at, she told me last week or a couple of weeks ago that she's taken the shot so she don't have to wear the mask anymore. I didn't know. I didn't know what to say. I was, I was speechless. I know what I wanted to say, but would it do any good? to try to talk her out of it, it's, it's her choice. You know, it really bummed me out that people, then another friend of mine that lives here, she wants to see her granddaughter down in Florida. Now Florida's opened up and I don't know even why she said this. If she, if her brother or sister, whoever has, has, has her granddaughter, yeah, it must be, yeah, it must be somebody younger. Anyway, if she can't see her, if she has to take the shot to see her granddaughter, she'll do it even if it kills her. And I thought, what? I just looked at her. I was shocked. I didn't know what to say. So this taking this vaccine, that's a freedom of choice thing. If you want to take it, if you want to take the risk, that's your prerogative. I'm not going to sit there and make, I'm not going to cut you down for it. I'm not going to ridicule you for it. It's your choice. And if you turn out okay, and but the things I've heard about these shots is, uh, not very good. Okay. That, 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 I don't want to. I don't want to say too much. People, I will say this: people need to research it. Check with OSHA, and check. But that's for the mask. But, but, but check and do your research before you do something. I mean, if you go to buy a car, you just going to jump in and take off and pay for it? No, you're going to test drive it, right? Yeah. Well, you can't. You, know, you can't. You can't test drive a vaccine. <laughs> but the thing is, there. You can't. You can't pull it out of you. You can take the mask off. I want to get a, I want to get a sense of confidence with with you. I, I kind of think I have a pretty good idea, but I, I like to get it out in a number format. Okay. Um, I guess let's talk about vaccines in general, perhaps. I mean, we can talk specifically about the COVIDs. Maybe we'll do both. But let's okay. say as for generally all vaccines in general, uh, what is your confidence level that they are harmful? 
like a zero to 100, zero being not confident, 100 being 100% confidence, confident? Um, at this point, any vaccines going around right now, I would have to label as zero because you, when they push too hard, you know, like years ago, get your kids vaccinated. And you know, I'm talking about 80s, 90s, you know, back back in that time period. They're always pushing for kids. Why? You know, why would they want to push for something? That should be a choice. And if you, we don't really need vaccines. If you, if you eat healthy and take the proper vitamins that your body needs, you don't need a vaccine. You know, that you, you, a lot of stuff has been manufactured. I'm not going to use created. Only God can create. Manufactured. They max, manufacture all these drugs and everything. I got a cousin. She was on 20 different drugs, and she was messed up. And I talked to her on the phone. I thought, God, is this really my cousin I'm talking to? She finally called me one time. She got off those medications, and she sounded normal again. They were messing. Mm -hmm. She admitted they were messing her up because sure. you got you're taking this pill. You know, well, I have to drift off into pills for a minute. We'll just say okay. that a pill's a vaccine. That's fine. You take you, you take this pill, and, and I'm sure you know this because this is like a nationwide thing. It's like it's an epidemic in itself. You take a pill for this ailment, then you take a, another pill to counter something else that this mm. pill won't do. Then you know you're. I got a sister yeah, that was yeah. caught up in that. That's what my cousin. That's what my cousin was caught up in. I have a sister that was caught up in that too. The, yeah. the pill for the pill for a pill, I call it. Well, quit yeah. taking pills. Quit taking pills. You know, I take Tylenol for a headache. My wife sure. takes Tylenol for a headache. You know, you don't need all. You don't need Vicodin and all this stuff like that. Because I mean, it helps. I mean, I won't. I won't sure. deny it. It doesn't help. But you gotta. You gotta control what you take. But as long so, as you know what you're taking. But vaccines. Vaccine. It, it's a liquid in a syringe. I don't know what's in there. You. You know. I guess you could say the same thing about a pill. You know, you look at yeah. a pill and say, "Well, it's got a name on it, and the doctor gave it to me for this ailment." I'll give you, I'll give you a good example. This is drifting away from vaccines, but I can't help it because I have to give you this example okay. because it's it's comparison to vaccines. Vaccine is just another form; it's a liquid form of a pill. Uh, I'm a Vietnam vet. I've been going to the VA clinic in Cadillac, Michigan. And I have, according to their standards, I have high blood pressure. I mean, my blood pressure is up in the 150s over 90 or 100. I'm still alive. I'm doing just fine. I don't get headaches and stuff, except when somebody gets on my nerves. But uh, the nurse prescribed, started prescribing me all this blood pressure medicine, like three different kinds at once. And I thought, so I wasn't going to take them, and I wish I wouldn't have because it, I'm allergic to aspirin, and it made me have a, start making having trouble with my asthma. And I had to start using an inhaler. Now I'm on a nebulizer because of her. She prescribed me one medication, which I kept all this for evidence in case I ever have to use it. She gave me a, a prescription of pills for my high blood pressure, and I, I took it here. And I was sitting here, and all of a sudden, when it hit me, I hit the floor, and it scared my wife. It scared me. And I thought I got real dizzy. I couldn't control myself. My wife, she was a CNA for nine years and she still has her medical books. So we looked up that medication. It should have never been prescribed to me. None of them because I'm allergic to aspirin. 
Oh. Makes me have an asthma attack, and I and I can't take beta blockers either. And that had it in there. And she knew that because it's on my military and medical records that I have asthma and that I'm allergic to aspirin. And she knew this, and she yeah. did it anyway. So while she got fired, she got fired because of because yeah of what she yeah did yeah. To me. You know, she, people in that position can't make those mistakes, though. That you know they no, can you, have you life can. or death so, consequences. So, the only thing I can say, as long as you're healthy. What do you need a vaccine shot for? For anything. I don't care what it's for. As long as you're healthy, there's other over-the-counter drugs you can take. There's vitamins. There's herbs. That's what the Indians do, herbs. Just like the sage mm -hmm. thing. You know, I don't know if sage wards off spirits, but I'll admit that Linda, my wife and I, we we do, we use herbs. We had not all the time. We Probably two or three years ago, I went around and saged every room and went outside and did that. And we haven't had any trouble. <laughs> I don't mm -hmm. know if the sage worked. But we'd like to think it worked, and uh, but yeah, with the vaccines, yeah. It's, what would what old, would change your confidence? What what would get you from like let's say you're one hundred percent sure that the vaccines aren't gonna do a lot of good and they're gonna do a lot of harm? Because I think that's where you're at. Yeah. What would get you from that one hundred percent mark down to ninety eight percent? What could possibly change your mind? Uh nothing. Nothing, Nothing can change my mind. Nothing. No. Uh -uh. My so mind is you, my mind is set. I'm a healthy if you, guy. If you <laughs> saw some evidence that uh, were to show that, to your satisfaction, some evidence that showed that vaccines were super effective and they did minimal harm, right. that wouldn't change your mind? Nope, because it's, it's still harming you. Uh, let me give you an example. Let's say you got a headache. But you take antacid tablets. That's for your stomach. Okay. You know, it's um, you're you're taking a medication you don't need. That's my point. You're taking a medication mm -hmm. you don't need. There's other avenues. There's like I say, there's vitamins and herbs. They may not work overnight, but you have to just eat healthy. Eat eat broccoli. Eat fresh vegetables, frozen vegetables. That's what that's what we eat. You can eat canned stuff once in a while. That ain't gonna hurt you. The only thing differs with. I got a you know, burning just, question for you, Dino. Burning question. Okay. How do you know that vitamins and vegetables will will make you healthier? Well, <laughs> I have to say this. You asked the question. Remember this. I asked the question. When I when I take vitamin B complex, nature made. Yeah, I take it. Or if I eat broccoli, or if I breathe, if I if I eat broccoli, I pee orange. <laughs> that's my indication. I know that sounds weird, but hey, it's worked for me all my life. Okay. My mom, my mom raised you know, so my dad died when I was eight years old, so he wasn't around to raise his kids like my mother was. And okay. um, she always made sure we took vitamins and that we ate healthy. We spent a lot of time outside. That helps too. It just, just, just simple stuff in life. Just live, go outside, ride your bicycle, run, jog, walk through the woods fly a kite, I don't know, whatever makes you feel good, you need fresh air outside. You need fresh air because your brain and your body need fresh oxygen. And um, mm -hmm. as long as you keep doing that, you don't need no vaccine. And and if you don't if you don't eat spicy foods that give you heartburn, well, quit eating spicy foods and you won't have to take antacetablets. <laughs> I got an, I've got antacid, every time I have antacid tablets here, I never have to take them, but when I don't have them, I will get heartburn from mixing spice with hot sauce or something. 
And um, so the best thing is, you know, if if you jump off the roof and land on your head and hurt yourself, well, don't jump off the roof and land on your head. <laughs> okay. You know, it's like watching funny videos, you know, I'm sitting there looking, I'm sitting there, why are these people doing that? <laughs> I, got a, I got a question for you. So, okay. What about, so you said that eating healthy and getting outside, you know, getting out in the sun, exercising, all those yeah, things. You know, uh, yeah. But, but will, will those things protect you from disease? Um, yes, I believe they do. I, from my own personal right. experience and being around people, you'll find that you'll find that I'll give you an example, real, a real quick, simple example. People. Right, I don't let you give your example, and then I'd like to give an example as well. But go, go ahead. Okay. Let you go first. Okay, we live in the country. Everybody we know right. here that lives in the country, unless they already had health problems, we we've got friends that live in the cities, different cities, Ludington, Muskegon, Detroit, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they have serious health problems because they're drinking chloride and fluoride in their water. They're losing their hair. Their skin is turning white as a ghost. And they get outside, but it's not working because they're ingesting all this bad stuff they don't need. Hmm. My, our water here. Our, Dino, how, yeah. how do you know that it's from what they're breathing in and ingesting it? Could it be another factor? No, because we know them well enough, and because we visit, we visit these friends of ours. Do you think living in the city is more stressful on a regular basis? We see their health declining, and ours is getting better. I'm 69 years old. People think I'm in my 40s, <laughs> you know. And I sit there. I guess I said, I just said, well, I guess I guess I'm in my 40s if you want me to be. When I tell people I'm 69 years old, they don't believe me. I go, okay, well, I'm 49. Oh, okay, that's better. They think I'm lying when I tell the truth. <laughs> Figure that one out. Wow. You know, so yeah, it's just it's just observation. You have to watch what people are doing. Observe. Don't, you know, you can look at something, and if you don't analyze it or look at it closer, you're not going to see what's really there. You're just going to see the general picture. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's the same thing with, with people. When you see how come so many people in the city are getting sick and people in the country are not getting sick? Well, it's got to be something. I mean, we all eat potato chips and drink pop, so it can't be that. Could it be we that people? Could it be that people in the city are exposed to to more stress, more noise? Maybe they're not sleeping as well because you know all the traffic, all the streetlights. Um, maybe only if they let it bother them. But stress can hmm. kill you. I got yeah. a friend. I got a friend from that I grew up with. He died from stress. He he just keeled over with a heart attack from stress, and he was he was relatively a healthy guy. Sure. And he died from stress. So yeah, stress is when you let things bother you. Like I tell my do, wife, do you think people in the city? You. Do you think people in the city let things bother them more than maybe people out in the country? Uh, yeah, maybe to a certain degree, probably more than people in the country. There's things that bother me living out here. And sure. uh, but do you not think as that much. might be that might be a big reason? Like maybe it's not necessarily yeah. with fluoride, but just the stress. Is that yeah, possible? It, yeah, it, it, it could be a combination of things, but you got to remember the fluoride and chloride is a chemical you're taking into your body that's breaking it down. The mm -hmm. stress you brought that on yourself through stress by letting things bother you. If you don't like the city, don't live there. A lot of people live in the city because everything's convenient, you can walk. You can walk to the grocery store, the drug store, the dime store, whatever, the jewelry store. You can walk to them. We have to drive to get to that. 
We live 35 miles. We're right. I call it the web. We live 35 miles from Cadillac, Ludington, and Manistee. 35, no, no matter which one we go to, we got to drive 35 miles to get to all this uh, convenience. <laughs> mm -hmm. The city the city folks already have right there that they can walk to. We have to drive. But, you sure. know, we get to drive through the country, and it's relaxing. Mm. We get there, we do yeah. our shopping, and come back. So, you know, it's just, yeah, but I, I agree with you. Yes, it, it wouldn't be just, just the, the city water that they're drinking. It's a combination of things. It could be stress, uh, you know, bills, people, people not having the money to pay their bills, and it costs more to live in the city because you got to pay for your water, you got to pay for your electricity, you got to pay your cable bill, your carpet. You know, you're you're burdened with all these extra. See, we don't pay for our water out here. We we and you got to pay for your sewage in the city too. So you're burdened with all these extra. Uh, bills that you have to pay things on that you don't have to pay in the country. Our our monthly bill is our is our phone bill and our electric bill. That's our monthly bill. Then we have property tax, car insurance, and house insurance. We pay them right. once a year. I think because, we're you know, we, so. You I know, think we're straying away from the the subject a little bit here. So oh yeah, the, yeah. What we were talking. <laughs> about vaccines <laughs> yeah i was going to give an example you gave uh, your example and now i'm gonna give mine if you don't mind so oh, yeah. we were talking about about if a about if a vaccine or a, i think it was if a vaccine is can prevent a disease and my example was going to be polio can a va vaccine prevent polio I, I don't I don't know to be honest with you because I don't think I've ever met anybody that had polio. I know people that have MS sure. and 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 um, diabetic. They can't they well my wife's high school friend, she's got she's had no this is really weird. She's had MS most of her life. All of a sudden it just popped up. I tried to ask her, what were you doing back then? Were you taking any shots or vaccines of anything or Something, people are not born with something like that. A birth defect is what you're born with. You're not, you're not born to have heart attacks. You're not born to have cancer. You're born with birth defects, def deformities. So, yeah, polio, well, I imagine if it works, but the thing is, do you have to keep taking it for the rest of your life in order for it to work? Or can you just take it once and you're good? Well, what I, what I was trying to, to get at was, I, I don't remember the exact dates, but there was a time in, in U.S. history where there was a lot of polio cases going around, and there was a lot of people on uh, what's called iron lungs, so it's kind of like a, a, right. a, it's a yeah, kind of before, the, before breathing machines, right? right? Okay. Right. And they came out with the, with the polio vaccine, and they, they widely distributed it. And it pretty much ended polio. Polio is completely eradicated. Right. Okay. I got. A, I got a good. Okay. Go ahead. Well, I guess in, in, in that case, did is the va the vaccine worked or would would it have been? Should they have instead just decided to to take vitamins and eat vegetables and exercise and would would that have gotten rid of the polio? Yeah, and taken electrolytes. We our bodies okay. need electrolytes. Okay, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll make this real simple for you. Okay. When we're done, when you get a chance, 
you, you pull up the video of George Carlin germs. And then after you see that video, it's like, I don't know, 15 minutes long or something about germs. I'll tell you what he says in there about germs. Just one thing. He grew up in New York. And him in his neighborhood, they slept, they swam in raw sewage. This is real. He, George Carlin doesn't, mm. he doesn't BS about anything. They swam in raw sewage. His neighborhood was the only one in New York City, the New York area, that never got polio. Was it polio? Okay. Yeah, it was polio. Yeah. <laughs> never. Everybody else got polio, but his neighborhood, because they swam in, because they, you have to build up your immune system, your immune system. Vitamins mm. and eating properly helps you build up your immune system. That's Grand Central Station right here, your immune system. And that's it. You know, you I got a question for you, Dino. Okay. How do you know that vitamins build up your immune system? Because I've been taking them all my life, and I got a. I got. I heal fast. When I when I do get you, injured, I heal fast because do I you take think that vitamins. someone. You think someone can take vitamins but also get sick? Well, I'm, I suppose that's that's a possibility. I've never seen it happen to anybody of all the people I know that take vitamins on a regular basis. Okay. So, all so the I've never that, all the people you've observed uh, who have uh, taken vitamins. Do they just never never get sick? No, they might get the okay. cold. I, I, you know, I've never had a cold in my life. I've had the flu. But I've never had a cold. And Linda and I have not had, we have not had the flu in six years. We just take vitamins. We've been taking vitamins more adamantly now. And, uh, but yeah, we got hit with it. We were sick for like two weeks. We took Metamucil to get rid of it. It worked. <laughs> that's over-the-counter stuff, okay. though. So that's over-the-counter. Okay. I, I, I know, you know, because anything prescription, that they're, that means it's more radical for things that over the counter are are more um, submissive, I guess, or whatever. They're more mm -hmm. milder, or whatever. They're okay. not. Uh, they're not extreme. They're milder, and uh, you know, it, it's right. it's like Tylenol versus Vicodin. Vicodin right. think, prescription. Yeah, I think I get your. I think I get a sense of what you're saying. Right now, do you know what? What could you learn? that would change your mind that some of these medications uh, won't help or or have all, all really severe side effects? What could you learn that might change your mind on, on a medication? Well, like I say, medications are man-made, whether they're prescription or over-the-counter, whether mm -hmm. they're pills or liquid or a vaccine. Um, I guess it's a matter... Well, you kind of, kind of got me on that because I'm going to be honest with you and give you an example about my asthma. I had a real bad asthma attack when I was a teenager. And my family doctor gave me the right shot. It consisted of two different serums. I was breathing. I had a, I, I was fighting to breathe. He pulled that Before he pulled that needle out of my arm, I was breathing normal. But one of his associates gave me the wrong shot and it didn't do nothing. He only gave me the one solution. But I needed both. And he wouldn't look into my medical file to see what they were. So my family doctor wrote me out a prescription for this shot. And now I can't even get the VA. They said, well, we don't have that kind of medication on hand. What do you mean? I'm asthmatic. That's a common That's a common allergy in this country is asthma. I was born with it anyway. 
So okay. yeah, but you know the shot worked. So yeah, that that so yeah that it's kind of it's kind of a risk you take, I guess. But I guess as long as it works and there's no side effects, I guess you're okay. But see, I never had. But the last time I had that shot was back in 1974. I haven't okay. had a shot since. So you know I've had asthma attacks, but not as bad. Well, I had one really bad a couple of years ago, but I couldn't get I couldn't get to that. My family doctor died over 20 years ago. So okay. I can't call up and say, Doc, <laughs> I need an asthma is, shot. Is yeah, there so a, just, for, let's, let's talk about maybe specifically the asthma medication. So it sounds like some of them might be okay and some of them may, may not be okay. Yeah, that, you're right. Okay. Is okay, there a way me, that we could test to see which ones are okay and which ones are not okay? Um, If it's... Let me see. Yeah, just I, I would say, well, you're taking a risk anyway. So just test it once. If it works, fine. If it don't, okay. try to try to try to use my family doctor. When 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 my dad died, I was eight years old and I was allergic to the flowers. So one of the kinds of flowers that my mom brought home from the funeral, that's what kicked my asthma. In. Mm. Before that, we back up before that, when I was a kid, when my dad was still alive. Sometimes I'd have an asthma attack. You know, my mother, you know, what my mother did. She, well, she had to, she had to pin me down because I was a fighter. I was only like three, four years old. She took a ball of Vicks and rolled it in sugar and crammed it down my throat. Vicks, sugar. And I was, I was doing, I was just fine. Okay. You know, <laughs> and then when I was eight years old, well, then she forgot about the Vicks thing and my family doctor prescribed me medication. I had pills that I had to take three times a day. Okay. And then first I took, I think, I think the white ones, then the yellow ones for a year, then the blue ones. And then he weaned me off to where I was taking them twice a day, then once a day. And then after three years, I wasn't taking asthma medication anymore. But it was something huh. that was working. But see, back in them days, you could trust them. Today you can't. I don't trust anything okay. today. Especially after what I told you I went through with the VA nurse there with my with my high blood pressure sure and um well your blood pressure is awful high i go you know what i tell them well that's because i have a i have another spirit inside me so my blood pressure has to compensate for two spirits okay right. they would look at me like okay they said the same thing you did okay <laughs> and uh, right. i'm kind of joking i'm kind of joking right. when i do okay. that but you know that's what i thought <laughs> so let's let's say um this is a real story, real example here. I, okay. I I often do get migraine headaches. It's it's actually a pretty severe problem for me. And right. let, let's say that I want to, I've, I've tried all the lifestyle adjustments, you know, uh, drinking lots of yeah. water, eating consistently, vitamins, uh, getting outside, getting, you right. know, the vitamin D, get exercising. I've tried all those things and let's say those haven't worked. And I think right. the best method might be to, to try some medication. Now let's say there's three different medications that are available to me. Right. How do how do I determine that which one would be uh, safe for me to take? Safe for you to use. I would start off with. Um, I'm sure you'd have to look it up. My wife, she's got she's got herb books and stuff like that that they take care of different things. Uh, but let's migraine say that. 
let's say that I tried herbs and tried all the natural approach, but it didn't didn't quite work. And I'm I'm looking at pharmaceuticals at this point. Right. Okay. I got three I got different Right. Put a put an ice cube on the back of your the back of your head, like like right about here. Put an ice cube right there, and then then there's something about underneath your ears about pressure. Um, I, I've, I've actually tried Vicks, those things. Vicks, if you want to give right, me, right. if you want to give me some of these tips after the stream, I totally would appreciate oh, okay, that. Okay. But I'm trying oh, to get okay. at a further, further point here, oh, <laughs> if you don't mind. Oh, okay. Oh, no, oh, so, no problem. So let's say I've tried all the, exhausted all those possibilities. Nothing's working. And pharmaceuticals are like my only, only hope at this point. And let's say there's, right. there's three different, um, options that, that I can take. And right. which one, how do I determine which one's safe? Is there any way for me to figure this out? Um, you, you can look it up in, in, a, in, a, in a medical book. Okay. Or, 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 I'm, or I'm sure medical and medical stuff off these medical books are, are available. Um, because, okay. because like my wife has, you know, she has the, the, the book on prescription drugs, their side effects. They're extremely, they're mild and all that stuff. God, okay. it's just unbelievable. So I guess first, before you, if you got three different choices, find out which one is the let has the least side effects, the least and and okay. harm harm you know, the least harmful side effects. Okay. And try that first. But I would do I would do some research first and check into your like herbs and. Just, just natural stuff like like Vicks under your ear, um, triple antibiotic cream in your ear helps with your middle ear. Yeah, right, right around here. If you, uh, you know, just just try different things okay. that you feel that you feel and know are safe. Okay. And what? And don't have don't have any dangerous side effects. Peppermint. Peppermint. Get get real. Get real peppermint. It's concentrated. It's very expensive. A small bottle like this is like $15, $17 for a small okay. bottle. And it's concentrated. If, one one drop. I'm going to yeah. put on, let's put on a different hat for a moment. Let's put on the, the doctor hat. I know we both don't have, we definitely don't have medical licenses and we probably shouldn't be right. putting on that hat. But right. so let's oh, just yeah. go with the metaphor for the moment. Okay. okay. Let's say we're both doctors here. All right. How do we figure out, or, or let's say we're researchers, that would probably fit a little bit better. Yeah, that's, that's a good okay. idea. Let's say we got three uh, medications here, or let's say, let's say one medication, one medication here, and we're trying to figure out if it's safe. We're trying to figure out what side effects it has. We want to figure out what's going on with this, because let, let's say right. we think that it's going to help with a certain ailment. And uh, how do we figure out if it's going to help? How do we figure out if it's uh, going to have side effects? And how do we figure out how severe those side effects are? Gonna well, be? then you'd have to get some some human guinea pigs to experiment on them, and they'd have to be willing to volunteer for these experiments because Park Davis and Upjohn do that. So you and I can pretend we're Park Davis and Upjohn, which are laboratories. Okay. <clears throat> and they test, you know, like the hair growth thing. Yeah, that's how they tested with Park Davis and Upjohn did that. Now, if you're going bald, you can get hair growing, get your hair back. <laughs> so okay. it's, it's just, um, yeah, so look up, look up, yeah, look up allergies. Out, 
they tested it out on actual people then they did like a study yeah. is that kind of what you're saying yeah, okay because, yeah they get they get paid for that experiment okay it, 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 and some experiments are kind of dangerous right <laughs> you get paid a lot because they know but see they let you know ahead of time first they give you a physical to see what your physical shape is in sure so and, they they go through these people they make sure they're okay to take it obviously and then they take right, it right and yeah, yeah. you got to have normal health not okay. not not exceedingly good health or poor health it's got to be average they have their criteria i don't know how cool. they measure that but yeah sure. just what do you what do you think the criteria should be in order for a medication to be considered safe? Well, the thing is, they, it depends on what's in it, and I think they should make people aware of what's in there mm, okay. and what what that particular chemical or medication that. You know, well, basically, it's chemicals, really, chemist chemistry. Sure, sure. And it's like it's like uh, ammonia inhalants, like that. Um, so they, I think they should let people know what's in it, and it's their choice if they want to take it. If it works, fine. If it don't, and as long as you didn't get harmed by it, then just just keep trying different things, because different things work for different people. You know, mm -hmm. and if, okay. and can we go back to the? Asthma thing for a minute. Sure. There's something sure. I want to say fine. about the asthma thing. Okay. Okay. Years ago, you know, even since before I was married to Linda, we um, I used to take Primatine sometimes, Primatine tablets, and then they had the Primatine inhaler. Well, they took that off the market, and the pills were really small, and they worked. I'm not kidding. I'd be, I'd be shaking like Don Knotts, you know, like I drank a pot of coffee, and um. It worked. Well, then they took they took the inhaler off the market because it had some. The FDA said, "Oh, there's a chemical in there that eats up the ozone." Well, I'm spraying that in my lungs. Where does the ozone play in this? Okay, now that they came out with this new Primatine inhaler, and then they had the bigger pills, and you have to take two of them, and they don't work for me. So that's not Primatine, and the inhaler didn't work at all. In fact, it made things worse for my asthma than better. Because I need steroids. People that are asthmatic need steroids because it opens up your breathing passage. And okay. um, um, change of what? What's it, what is it? Oh, yeah. But uh, anyway, it's just um, they're always changing everything in, in these prescription drugs compared to what they were years ago. Okay. And that that's that's what happened with me with my primatine. And I have primatine inhalers here, but I, I can't use them because... They don't help like they used to. Okay. So you have to watch out for that. But with your migraine, just just experiment with a few different things. But just experiment. It should only it should only take once, really, because like Tylenol works once. You know, if you got a regular headache, you take Tylenol within an hour or two, your headache goes away. Mm -hmm. Or or take caffeine. Caffeine might might help your migraines. I never thought about that. You might want to try that caffeine. Yeah, so, the dark. Oh, good. dark. Dark dark chocolate, dark chocolate works okay. too. You only have to eat one part. You don't have to eat a whole candy bar either. Just, <laughs> you don't just mind. what I'm what I'm sharing with you are just natural remedies that that yeah. uh, you just got to see which one. I actually got it. I got it actually pretty much under control at this point. But I, I do appreciate your advice. I really do. Yeah, um, just I'm just trying yeah. to steer you in a direction that Thank so you. that it, I help you. You know, 
you have to experiment. We yeah. always have to experiment with stuff, you know. Sure. And I, I want to got... go back to the the studies we were talking about and how we would what criteria we would use to determine if uh, if a drug or or anything really, I guess anything, uh, even a natural uh, supplement maybe, but right. what criteria should we use to determine if a drug or anything is is safe? What what safe? should be the what should be the unit of measure? What like let's well, say normally, there's let's say there's a thousand participants in some sort of study. Right. Um, if one of them develops some sort of serious health condition, should right. they should they pump the brakes on that? Should they do more testing? Should they release it to the public? What's what's the criteria here? Well, you're you're naturally you're taking it at your own risk, and you know, like I say, different different drugs affect different people differently for you it might work for mm -hmm. me it might not work so, sure. so you got to find our chemistry even though our bodies are made up of the same genetics and everything our chemistry can be slightly different that's why people like you get get migraine headaches sure my mom used to get a boy used to get boil on her you know what got rid of the boil within a few days dark chocolate candy bar every day for three days and the boil would go away our family doctor was baffled Dark chocolate got rid of her boils. My the family doctor couldn't figure out what to give her to get rid of them with, hmm. without surgery, and yeah, they went away. Well, that's good. And, and she, yeah, that. so you, yeah, so it's just uh, try to experiment with the natural things first. That's why they're natural. So you have to. You Can know, a natural be, substance be harmful? No, because a natural the, substance cannot be harmful. No, anything, anything. Anything grown by Mother Nature, except for you know, for things that are actually poisonous, like in Michigan, the only really deadly poison mushroom in this state is the white angel. All others, you might you might be able to eat stump mushrooms, and they don't affect you. Or me, they might give me gas real bad or cramps, but I can eat beefsteak mushrooms, and they're okay. So it's okay. just. Uh, as long as you're experimenting with something that's generally harmless, it's not gonna, it's not hmm. gonna make you keel over dead or anything like that. How do you we know, determine? Then, how do we determine what's generally harmless and generally harmful? What criteria do we use? Well, do your research first because all that all that stuff is available in books, preferably okay. books. But let's say and, you find a whole bunch of studies. Let's say you find ten different studies all done by different people in different parts of the world. And they're super right. large studies, let's say millions worth of people. Right. And let's say all the results are relatively the same. Right. Now, let's say each study had, I don't know, let's say 5 million people, so a large amount. All right. And let's say it also had a, um, what's it called? One where they take a people and they give them a placebo, right? Right. So they have a, have people who are just not taking it at all. They got people who are taking it. And let's say that of these 5 million people, let's say two people in the study who are actually taking it uh, yeah. have heart attacks and die. Well, what should we, they might, what should we do in that circumstance? Well, I, I generally, I'd have to say that in general, that that, that drug is safe. Okay. 
because the two people what if two people two people let's say it was uh a hundred thousand people does that change your opinion if a hundred thousand people died oh yeah that would definitely I, <laughs> i'm sorry that, that's way too many because that goes beyond any okay. any possibility that that people I'm, have I'm going to change it a little bit for you. I'm, I'm going to change okay. the scenario. So let's say 100,000 people died that were on the actual study. Right. And then um, we got the the control. That's what it's called, where they're just taking like a placebo, right? They're just uh, right. being injected with water or taking a sugar pill or something. Right. So let's say 100,000 people who aren't actually participating, those people also have a heart attack and die. Then is well, the... Is, is the pill or the thing we're testing, is it safe? No, it's not. That would be like playing Russian roulette. You got a six-shot revolver with one bullet in it, and you spin the cylinder, and you pull the trigger. That's what you're doing. If, if that many mm -hmm. people get deadly side effects from that drug, then... Even if, the control, even if the control, the people who weren't taking it, also the same amount of people get sick and die... The exact same amount? Well, if they were given a sugar shot, then they must be allergic to sugar. <laughs> I don't okay. know. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> you know? Okay, what if I we, mean, what if we you, made it, it, it? It's a good example. You're giving a good sure. example there. Um, what, what if it was like a 1,000 people, let's say? a 1,000 people died on both sides, on the control and in the that, actual experiment. Well, see, that that's why Park Davis and Upjohn, when they would do experiments on people that that volunteered for these, they have to give full disclosure of what they're what they're taking and what it's for. And so if you're if you're taking something, you know, that's why doctors ask, you know, what's your family history? Have you got anybody that had died from cancer or from allergies or 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 you know from any kind of allergies or they died from cancer, heart attacks, whatever. And if they want to see if there's a pattern of inheritance, if, if this family inherited this illness, which apparently, I guess, I guess it, it can be passed on, just like diabetes and stuff. And it's just a matter of just controlling, just controlling your body. You, nobody knows your body any better than you. No doctor, I don't care what he learned in medical school for twelve years, whatever. You know your body. Hmm. Why would you want to go to a doctor to see if you're sick? Where I come from, you go to a doctor if you're sick. And that's what the VA doctor, my VA doctor is trying to get me to do. Check in every year to see if I'm okay. Well, I am okay. I don't I go to I go to doctors when I am sick and I haven't been sick enough to go to a doctor, so I don't go. That's why I, normally I don't have we don't have a family doctor. What do we need one for? We're healthy, you know, and mm. we're not having any unusual problems, you know, with, with our health. And uh, just sinus trouble and miasma. <laughs> that's about it. But uh, but yeah, I, I see your point. Yeah, you have. That's a very good, very good point. Is um, like I say, it's just it's just a matter of your choice what you feel safe doing. But I feel that you should not make that. You should make that choice based on full disclosure of what you're gonna take before you take it. That, that's just all if you want to work on natural herbs and stuff like that blend that in 
with, with your prescription drugs that are helping you. And that way you can wean yourself like my family doctor did with my asthma pills when I was a kid. He weaned me off of them in three years. And by night, and that was in the sixties by the, by after 1972, well, I had trouble with my asthma when I was in the army because my family doctor had to send me pills, you know, my prescription medication while I was in the army for a couple of years there. But after that, I was okay. And then I was on, you know, just primatine. And that was because my hay fever would get really bad and it would mess with my asthma. Then somehow, somewhere along the line, I ended up being allergic to aspirin. So I couldn't take anything with aspirin in it. That's why I have to take Tylenol. Okay. And okay. Um, so, yeah, just, just, uh, just follow your gut feeling. If it's, if it tells you, yeah, it's safe to take this, take it. If you don't get any bad side effects, then, which then would, you're okay. Which would, be, which would be better at figuring out whether a drug is safe to take? Your gut feeling or a study? Both. Both. Yep. Should you, you, want, you, want, you want both. You can't settle for just one in that because you want to know what you're taking and and how how it what it's meant to do versus and if 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 you just don't feel safe with what the doctor's telling you then i would i would follow my gut feeling over my over any any study or any disclosure of what you're taking before you take it i would naturally go okay. cuz there's times i something told me don't don't do this and i'm glad i didn't don't go there and i'm glad i didn't go there you know, and that's why my, there's times I haven't followed my gut feeling. Guess what happens? If I had to follow my gut feeling, nothing would have happened. You know what I mean? Hmm. So always rely on your gut feeling first, but you need, you need both. You don't want to just rely on the doctor says this is okay. My gut feeling says I shouldn't take it, but I'm going to take it anyway. Then you end up on the floor or something. You end up in the hospital, you know, or hopefully okay. something not as bad. And then you know, no, like, like, like my wife. Well, that that's how I found out I was allergic to aspirin. I had an asthma attack one time because I was taking Coracidin D, I think it was, for my sinuses instead of uh, um, antihistamine, and uh, it made me develop an allergy to to aspirin. And when I did take some aspirin, finally, I had an asthma attack, and I can't even five milligrams of asthma. I mean, five milligrams of asthma make me have an aspirin attack. <laughs> I know, I get what you mean. I got you. Yeah, I right, there, was, there was this uh, comment that they actually put it on here a little while ago. It was right, I think it was right after we were doing the survey, but it might apply nicely here. I think I'm going to display it up here. It says, Has Dino ever changed his mind about something he sincerely believed was the case? If so, how did he do it? How did I change my mind? Um, mm -hmm. Well, when I figured that my my mind was wrong and I had to change it to make it right. <laughs> That's the best way I can answer that question okay. is, uh, you know, sometimes you can be you can be misled by not, you know, thinking things through. My mother always told me, think before you do. If you don't think before yeah. you do, then yeah. So that that would be my answer to that question. Okay, awesome. Is when when I never when I never thought it through before I did it. Yeah, then I have to change my mind and realize, okay, uh, okay, I shouldn't have done that. I guess I won't do that. You know, I won't do that a second time. Okay, let's and, uh, let's let's pick a let's say there's a vaccine for 
I don't, let's say heart attacks. No such thing exists. But let's right. say you you have a, a feeling that it's no good. It's going to cause some serious health problems. And let's say you uh, w- would you be willing to to change your mind if you saw evidence that showed that it was really good at preventing heart attacks and um, not a, a safety concern to, to human health? Well, it would it would have to be a hundred percent guarantee. Hmm. I'll give you an. I'll give you an. I'll give you a real simple example. I took. I took auto mechanics years ago. Okay. My teacher said, "When you, when people bring their car to you, they want a hundred percent satisfaction, not ninety-eight, not ninety-nine percent. They want a hundred percent satisfaction. So that's what you base. So anything you do in life, you, you know, you depend on what it is. I guess you want a hundred percent satisfaction. And this is a guy. My teacher was one that invented the Holly dual feed carburetor for Ford Motor Company." Okay. He was he invented, yeah. So he this guy knew what he was talking about. But yeah, people want you know, you don't wanna you don't want to take you don't want to take your car to a garage and have them fix a flat tire by putting a plug in it. You want to either change the tire or put a tube in there. You don't want to put hmm. a plug in there because that can come out. You see what I mean? That's not a hundred percent satisfaction putting a plug in your flat flat tire. Okay. That's only a temporary solution. Okay. So interesting. You know, interesting yeah, example. Wanna, well, hmm. I don't, I'm wondering how that example applies to this situation. Let's say that you have a family history on both sides, let's say on your mother's side and your father's side of heart attacks and and they die at like age 45. Do you take the vaccine? Nope. You don't? I wouldn't take it, no, because it's because the heart attacks, if, if that's hereditary, if everybody in your family had a heart attack, you wouldn't have no family. <laughs> well, you I know? think so. I think you can give birth before you know age forty five. If if my biology is uh, is right. up to date here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, I don't. Man puts age on. He puts an age and a limit on things. He does that okay. himself. And uh, I guess it goes like you only you're only as old as you feel. If you feel 40, you're 40. If you feel 80, you're 80, and you're only 60 years old. You know, so it's just, uh, it's how you feel about yourself. And as long as you're healthy, you know, that's why I say, you know, they're pushing all these vaccines. I have to say this. They're pushing all these vaccine shots for people that are not sick. Hmm. If people that are sick decide to take this vaccine shot, well, that's their choice. No matter what the consequences are, that's their, that's their choice. Freedom of choice, you know, it doesn't mean you're making the right decision, but if it works, then you made the right decision. But the only way you're going to know, you have to take that, you got to throw the dice and take that chance, you know, Hmm. and even that, that could be based on all the information you hear. If you hear they got all these agents and stuff in these, in these serums, these vaccines and stuff. Do you always have to throw the dice and take a risk? Can you figure out? How much of a yeah, risk you're, you're taking before you take that? Before you take the vaccine, can well, yeah, you figure right. out what your risks are? Is it possible? Well, you're only you're only you're only throwing the dice if you just take the risk without any um, research. If you okay. just throw, if you just say, I mean, if somebody walked in my front door with a syringe and said, "Here, give you the shot. It's going to work," and here's a fifty dollar bill, I don't care. I'm not going to take it because common sense tells me no. Yeah, I don't no, think that's better. Yeah. It's better, like Judge Judy says. It's it's 
never loan money to a family member because you'll never see it. It's better to say no and have them mad at you than to loan them the money and never see it again and make yourself feel like a, like a fool. Hmm. See what I mean? And, hmm. uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's just, it just boils down to it. It's your choice. You're an adult. You know, you're not, you're, you're not going to make a decision that you're this, that you feel is going to intentionally hurt you or kill you. You're not going to make that kind of decision. But if you feel that something's going to help you, you take that, you take that chance. And if it works good, you, you, you took the right chance. But if it don't, then that means you took the wrong chance. So that's just, it just boils down to it. It's your choice. But at least be smart enough to do the research first. Make sure that, especially today, because things are so unstable in the medical profession. They're just, it's like all they, all they care about is money. That's all they care about. They don't care about people's, I mean, there's still good doctors and nurses out there. Don't get me wrong. But it used to be they were all good. Now you have to now you have to go through the lottery to find a good doctor because basically all the good family doctors are dead. <laughs> Got a question for you, Dino here. So you've mentioned research a whole bunch of times, and and I agree with you. I think people should do research. I think that's oh, that's a good way to to come to 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 a conclusion, to come to truth, right? Right. So with this research, what how do we determine if a source of information is reliable? Well, it helps. The best way to get information is by word of mouth, for one thing. To get, word you know, of mouth. Right, word of mouth. Yeah, when people say, you is got a word of mouth people, reliable? Uh, not 100%, but it's very reliable. It is, hmm. from my own personal experience. You know, you have, you know, it's just like when you, if you, if you go to, Let's say you, you, you're you looking for a good mechanic. You want that 100% mechanic. So you ask people around, who's a good mechanic around here? You get you ask 10 people. Nine of them say he's good. One says he's bad. Well, I found out that one that don't like him because it was for some other reason. Because if you got nine out of 10 people that say this mechanic's good and you got one that says he's not, well, I always run across picky people like that. Even as a paralegal, I've had people try to tell me how the law works. <laughs> Well, why did you come to me then if you know so much about the law? I'm the one that went to school for it, not you, you know, and, and that's why, you know, it's just, um, you just, you just have to, and a lot of things you have to follow your own instincts. If you hear my cockatiel in the background, it's because he's yeah, happy. That's okay. Yeah, we got two cockatiels. They're, they're, they're happy. Can a, can a group of people who all have the same belief or word of mouth kind of thoughts can that group of people be wrong? Well, if they're wrong, they're that's a group of people you don't want to hang around with. That's for sure. Hmm. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's possible. How do you figure because, out if this word of mouth is is truthful or false? Is there a way to figure that out? Well, because well, like I say, the the proof the proof is in the pudding. Hmm. And, you know, it's just um, yeah. And would it be better you know, to would it be better to skip the word of mouth? And just go to the pudding. Yeah. Okay. So maybe the word to, mouth really yeah. isn't a necessary step. Maybe it's just well, yeah. To the well, well, it's nothing's ever a hundred percent guarantee until after it happens. If it works, then it's a hundred percent. But you know, it's just like, uh, well, the mouth eats the pudding. Uh, you might, 
you might like chocolate pudding. I might like butterscotch because I do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, okay, let's say, let's just use that for a real simple example. You said, hey, Dino, try this chocolate pudding. It's pretty good. I taste it. Hey, you're right. It's good. That's because we have the same taste. Okay. Like uh, we give it to somebody else, they say, "Ah, eh, this this tastes horrible." Does well, this relate? Do you know? Does does this relate to vaccines and whether they're safe or? I'm just I'm just curious. I'm, I, don't, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I don't see. Oh no, no, it's okay. I don't well, see I the connection. Talking. Okay. Well, I wasn't really relating it to the vaccine, but I guess you could. Oh, okay. But um, okay. yeah, it, it was. But the the vaccine the vaccine goes into your it, it doesn't food goes through your system you digest it and and you know anything yeah. left over is uh, expelled the next day or whatever right 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 but, but you take this vaccine that's in you for good you can't you can't go to the doctor and say hey can you take this out of my body it's it's in it's in your tissue and everything hmm. you know, it's not like a blood transfer if it was just in your if you have a, if it was just in your bloodstream, you'd get a blood transfusion. And you're okay. Well, that'd be fine. But this, this medication doesn't go into your bloodstream. It goes into your tissue. It goes throughout your whole body. Yes, because uh, it's not, it's not injected intravenously. It's injected into your arm. It's going into your tissue. You know, and um, it's like I had a cortisone shot because I pulled a bicep tendon lifting weights one time. The dot. Now here's what the doctor said. Do you want me to just inject it into your muscle next to the tendon or into the tendon? I said, what's the difference? Well, if I inject it into the tendon, it could rupture it permanently. All right. Well, I guess you should put it in the muscle doc. You know, <laughs> I mean, this is a doctor. He's asking me and he's the That's one with the, with the medical license. He, why is he asking me? If he knows it's going to rupture there's a chance it could rupture my tendon well then it should have been his responsibility to just stick it in my muscle next to the tendon well it worked anyway when he stuck it in the muscle because it worked its way to the tendon sure so you know okay. there's you you can give examples all day long until you're blue in the face and you're just going to come up with the same answer should i do it or shouldn't i you know and it's 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 your choice you know based on your gut feeling your religion or whatever whatever the case may be you know, it's just, it's, it's your choice. You, you know, you just have to make that decision yourself. Hopefully it's a good decision. Hopefully yeah. nothing bad happens to you. You know, you don't want nothing bad. You know, nobody wants nothing bad to happen to them, but see some people they're, they're falsely led by stuff. And, you know, just like the two women that I know here where I live at that one, one took the shot. So she don't have to wear the mask. The other one said, She'd take the mask to see or take the shot to see her granddaughter, even if it killed her. Excuse me. And this is this is a woman that I've known for over 30 years that said that to me. And I thought I just drew back and I thought. Well, she left me speechless. I didn't know what to say. I know what I wanted to say, but it wouldn't have done any good. So there's sometimes it's better things be left unsaid. But yeah. So that but see, my point is that's her choice. You know, if, if, if she knows the consequences of it, she don't care. Well, there's no laws against suicide. <laughs> there are no laws, at least not in Michigan. There's no law that can punish people for suicide. It'd be pretty difficult if prosecuting somebody that's already dead. And there are no attempted suicide 
laws in this state either. All right. I think I uh, will wrap it up here. But uh, before we officially end the broadcast, I'm going to end it the way I always end it. And do you have any questions for me? Um, what do you think about these vaccine shots right now? Do you think they're safe or not? I do think they're safe. And I, I did receive mine. I got the, the Pfizer. And I got uh, both doses. It's been, I think it's been like six weeks since I got the last one. Uh, my wife, uh, she's currently pregnant actually, and her doctor uh, recommended her to get it, but she has gotten both of them at this point. I think it's been uh, two weeks. Uh, all well, three of us technically, I suppose you could say, are all healthy and doing well. So we're hanging in there. It's been six weeks? Okay. Uh, six, six weeks for me, a couple weeks for her. All right. Um, well, I can't share with what, what, what I know. I'm going to suggest you do some research into what you did with the, with the shots and stuff. Cause, um, I hope everything turns out okay for you. I hope, <clears throat> I hope that, um, your system overpowers what was in that. Cause my wife's cousin down in Georgia had both Pfizer shots and she's not doing very well. Hmm. I'm sorry. I don't want to, I don't want to. Yeah. It's just that, um, but none of them from, from, from the information that I got and, and the copies of documentations that I got from doctors, from notable doctors, it's, uh, you should have done your research first. That's all I can say, but I, I hope you turn out. Okay. Well, I hope you, I hope you're an exception to the rule and your wife. Well, do you know, I, I think that I, I did use a pretty reliable way to, to determine um, that I, that I, I do believe that the vaccines are safe mm -hmm. and otherwise I wouldn't have taken it obviously. And I think I did oh, use yeah. a reliable way to determine that I, I did research, uh, and I, obviously our research does con conflict a little bit, right? So my research indicated that it was safe. Your research indicated that it was unsafe. Well, well it, what, I, what I'm wondering is how do we determine whose research is correct? Well, I guess it's the reputation of the source where you get your information from. Okay. How do we yeah, determine so if a source is reliable? Well, because, well, like for doctors, for example, just like lawyers, they, they, the state bar of, of, of Michigan, for example, and then you got the American Medical Association, they keep track of, of doctors and, and, and their track records on how they, mm. on how they perform, you know, if there's any complaint okay. finding filed against them and stuff like that. So, and, you know, and anybody that has a reputation, a lot of experience and thing, and he's top notch and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I imagine if that individual said it was safe, well, then, you know, I guess, I guess you, you have to take that chance and take his word for it because of his, his uh, portfolio and everything. Mm -hmm. And, his track record as a doctor and uh, cause that's what we're looking for. It's just like the, the mechanic that does a hundred percent work on your car, not 99%. You want the same kind of doctor that, that has the same kind of reputation. He gives you a hundred percent. In other words, he cares about your health, not about money. And uh, so it's, it's just that uh, cause I don't, 
I don't agree that they're that they're that they're safe. For one thing, that even though I don't trust the FDA, they haven't been approved by them. Mm -hmm. And I found out that before they can release any kind of uh, vaccine or whatever you want to call it in, into the general public for public use, it has to be tested for six summer from six to eight years. It depends, mm -hmm. and it has to be tested. Well, these haven't been tested. These vaccines for for this not for that period of time, right? Right. Yeah, you know that's the and you're that that's where you're throwing the dice. That's where you're throwing the dice right there. Cause, yeah, you know I you can know, I can understand that concern. I right. I I understand well, what you're saying. Well, I feel I hope I'm wrong because if there's any time I want to be wrong is people that taken the shot they don't get the nasty side effects within the next six months sure. or whatever that the claim that could happen. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't go by, you know, Joe blow down the street telling me I go by, you know, if I have a doctor right here in front of me like you and, and he says, and he's, he's got a undisputable reputation for, for being top notch doctor and, and the medical field and all that stuff and biochemist or whatever. And knows about these things, and uh, that's the biggest. That's the biggest problem. They haven't been tested for the length of time that's required mm -hmm. by law to test these things. They're just sure pushing it right they're out the, there. Sure, that's been a, a much shorter period of time. It hasn't been eight years. It's been uh, a couple. Of, it's probably, been probably couple. a little under a year, I guess. So yeah, from they started the first yeah. studies, right? Okay. Yeah, give or give or take. And would, it's, you, uh, would you be interested in knowing how I, I? I mean, I did take the advice of of my wife's doctor very, very seriously because oh yeah, yeah. she's pregnant, so it's something that yeah, we really, had to decide together, right? Right. But I, I, that's not my only way to determine if they're safe. I mean, that was probably a factor, I suppose you could say, her professional oh, yeah. advice. However, yeah, that wasn't my only way to determine truth would you be interested right. in my other like method that i used oh yeah most okay. most indubitably <laughs> yes well, well i think one of the other ways to determine if a, if a medicine a vaccine almost anything i guess you could say right is safe would be to determine to look at the amount of people who who took it and to see if there's there's side effects with that and then compare it right. to the control, which that's the people who did not take it. Right. So there, there is some data on pregnant people who took the vaccine early on. Uh, pregnant women were actually excluded from the the studies, the initial trial that the right. manufacturers ran. Right? right. However, there were a few people who became pregnant or didn't know they were pregnant before they got it. Right. And of those people who had uh, who were pregnant during the study trials, the rate of pregnancy loss was nearly identical to the standard going rate of people who had became pregnant and didn't receive the vaccine. I don't remember the right. exact numbers, but if there was like a hundred people who took the vaccine and had something negative happen to their pregnancy. Um, right. There was ten people who also didn't take it and had that, so it was the same rate. Right. So right. I, so that that was just natural complications. It had yes. nothing to do. 
with the vaccine either way, whether they took it or not. Exactly. Well, now, now I have to ask you, okay, I, I, I think it would be fair to say that you and your wife are both healthy right now. Yes. Before and during and after you took the shots. Yes. So you're healthy. Mm -hmm. Now I have to ask you, if you're already healthy, why did you take the shot? Because if we were exposed to, to SARS COVID-19, I think we right. potentially could become unhealthy and especially the, 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 um, the fetus. Although there are some uh, studies that have shown that a pregnant woman can get COVID-19 and it not oh, infect yeah. the fetus. However, after birth, you know, obviously they're being exposed to the environment. So I think we wanted to, to protect the baby who doesn't have any, well, it has some immune system from the mother, from the right. well, look at umbilical the, cord, but. Right. Like I say, I just, I hope, I hope you guys are the exception to the rule from what I've learned and everything turns out okay for you because I hate to see anything happen bad to anybody because of this vaccine. Because uh, I just, I just don't trust them. And um, I figure as long, as long as I'm, you know, just I've had, I've had people say, well, you know, just like you said, same, same, same reason. Well, I'm going to take it so that, uh, well, like the girl that works at the, the one girl that I knew right here in, in town here that took the shot so she doesn't have to wear the mask. Now, I wanted to ask her, well, like I did you, are, are you healthy? Well, yeah. So then why, if you're healthy, why take the shot? Like I told you earlier, you, you, you don't go to a doctor to see if you're sick. You go to a doctor when you're sick. Hmm. And you took the vaccine shot because you figured you it would avoid you from any future complications. Right. Or, you know, and... Uh, there's never a guarantee with anything like that. Remember what I told you about George Carlin with his video germs. Listen to that. Listen to what he says. Now, and that was back in 1990 or 91. This man was a genius. And what he's saying, what he said then compares now. And um, he said, you have to build up your immune system. That's in your gut. And, um, you know, it's just that... Uh, it's that vaccine to me is like a time bomb, you know, if it, uh, if it has, I'm not saying this, trying to, trying to scare you or make you feel bad or anything. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to be subtle about what I'm telling you because, you can uh, tell me. yeah, it's just, I don't, I don't trust it. And, and especially with your wife being pregnant, I'd be very concerned for the baby, you know, because they're more vulnerable to anything. Sure. But that's why we have an immune system, Pierce, is because it is to fight off um, bacteria and stuff like that. Like, wash, you know, your, your mouth is the dirtiest part of your body. When people are wearing that mask, they're breathing in their own. They, my wife's cousin down in Florida, down in Georgia, she got a bacterial inf lung infection and she was on four medications for two weeks. And then she goes back to wearing the mask again. I've seen women that I know with a rush, rash on their face because the bacteria, people complain about their teeth, having trouble with their teeth because, you know, I gargle with peroxide once in a while, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. and um, we're not gargle, but, you know, I, I flush my mouth out with peroxide. Man, you'd be, be surprised. Well, you usually what I'll do first is I'll use mouthwash and then I'll use peroxide. I do that maybe no, once every month or two, it depends. Whenever I remember to, 
And, um, <clears throat> you know, it's just, uh, it's just taking extra precautions, which you can do without a vaccine. Hmm. Okay. And, um, you know, you have to, you, you have to think this through. A lot of people are reacting to what the government's been doing to us for the past 16 months or reacting out of fear. You know, just germs, people washing their hands. I've had people tell me, how come you're not wearing a mask? I said, because I care about my health. That's why. You know, there's times, I'll, I'll share this with you too. My wife and I have not worn a mask since this stuff started. I've been in Myers and Walmarts in Cadillac, Ludington, and Manistee several times. And I was the only one in them stores not wearing a mask. Hmm. Nobody said anything to me. I'm I'm still healthy. I can climb a tree right now, and I'm 69 years old, you know. And, um, you know, you got to, you just got to, I lifted weights for almost 30 years. I was a barbell boy. And uh, I rode a bicycle a lot and stuff right. like that. I, I think I, I think I understand. Uh, I think I understand what you're saying. I, right. I understand it. Um, I, I, I think we're, I'd like to wrap up right after. I'm going to give, I'm going to get, so I told you kind of how I determined that it was likely safe uh, for my wife to get the vaccine. Right. How I, how I determined what, what I believe to be true. Right. Well, that's now fine. for myself, there was a, there was a different process that I kind of came to this conclusion. So right. in, in a lot of States, I think some States did it uh, drastically differently. My state was right. one of the States to open up vaccines for everyone quite late. So I was able to get more information on it while I waited. Right. And this is how I determined that the vaccine was likely safe for, for me or for, for anyone, um, not, not specifically right. relating to the pregnancy. So there right. is this thing called V-safe. Are you familiar with it? Or Yeah, I've heard, yeah, I've heard of it. You've yeah. heard of it. Okay. So I'll, I'll explain it anyways, just in case anyone else isn't familiar. So oh, okay. it's, it's a program. And what not well, yeah, it's a program, not like a computer program, but yeah, I know uh, it's a thing where you go on the website after you get the vaccine and you they check in with you like the hour after you get the vaccine and they ask how are you doing, any complications, and then they ask like the next day and then the next day, and then it will go like a week later and then another week later and then another week later, and then you know, it keeps on going on, right? Right, and it's kind of an ongoing thing. And I, I looked at that, those uh, statistics. And then they also have more or less a control group that that they have followed around, right? And have been asking the. I don't think it's an equal amount. I think it's like half the amount or a quarter of the amount, something like that. Right. But they have the control group versus the people who took the vaccine. Right. And what what the data seems to suggest is that the people who took the vaccine have very similar rates of complications to the people who, the control group, the people who did not take it at all. So that's how right. I determined that it's likely safe for me to take. Of course, right. we don't know what might happen down the road, but as of right now, the evidence seems to indicate that there's no uh, medical, serious medical side effects that we are aware of at this point. At this point, right. right. Well, I. I'm just going to suggest, even though you took the shot, just do some very thorough research. See, that's what I do as a pair of paralegals. We do research and we prepare briefs 
and motions and complaints and stuff like that. We do everything that a lawyer doesn't do. <laughs> sure. And and you have to be and there's a there's there's a, there's a saying that goes in the court system that he who comes into the court best prepared will prevail. If you come in to a courtroom to fight a case and you're not prepared, you're going to lose. And this goes mm -hmm. with anything in life, but it's a good example to follow. It's like um it's like uh well, let me see. A judge that I've heard say that, oh, yeah, I, I, I spectated a case one time where a judge, this guy went in front of him and he says, uh, I found God. Judge says, that's good. And I'm sure he'll be waiting for you when you get out. You know, and okay. uh, it's just, you know, just uh, everything has a comparison. Everything has a parallel, you know, just like it has an opposite. And, you know, but I strongly suggest you, you just do some further research for your own gratification. Okay. And do then, you, you know, just, you just think, to be. Do you think that my method of looking at the, the V-safe data, do you think that was a reliable way to determine truth, to determine that? No. No? No. No, Why because it's applied, it's applied after the fact. It's what does that mean? After the, that means they're applying it after people took the shot. To see how it works, okay. And um, it's it's a survey. What it boils down to is a survey, okay. And and you know if they would have done that before you took the shot, and then well, you they had do have that they do have that control group, right? Exactly. You said the magic word control, which control. means the people who haven't taken the vaccine, right? Right. right. You know, just like you see, I can pretend I can. I can go get a, you know, I can go get, get a, get a, I got a play syringe. It's an ink pen. I can get that and I can make it look like I'm taking a shot. And as long as you're sitting there, as far as you're concerned, I took a shot, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I didn't take the shot. I just pretended to fool you into taking the shot, more or less. I, I, think, this, I think this control group actually didn't participate in any type of placebo. I think they were just, uh, monitored just kind of randomly they were i don't think it was a they didn't take a pill they didn't pretend to get an right. injection or anything like that yeah. right so that what does that tell you right there if they're not gonna it's like um like when i was in basic training our drill sergeant he he wouldn't make you do anything that he wouldn't do and if you challenge him to do it and he did it you better do it hmm. same it's a it's the same theory you know it's uh it's not do as i say not as i do it's if i do it you have to do it it's like a challenge and if they're if they're going to sit there and try to promote a vaccine and push it for people and promise them hamburgers and french fries and 50 dollar gift certificates and million dollars and all that why would they do that for a vet trying to you know push see that's what makes me that's what throws up my red flag when they're pushing to get people to to take something that should be your choice it's like like women say it's my body my choice and that's exactly the goes for us men too you know it's just you know you you make a choice but uh sad to say sometimes it's not always we don't always make the right choice and you want to be able to if you make the wrong choice you want to be able to backtrack and make the right choice so always keep that fact in mind any decisions you make in the future that 
that could jeopardize your life or your health or anything like that, always, always make sure. Because okay. once that, you know, once, you know, it's like the mask, you can take that off anytime. If you get sick from wearing the mask, you take it off, you'll get better. So you, you see, you, you see my point here is that, uh, you know, always make sure, time. you know, just there's things, you know, like, uh, if you jump out of a tree and break a leg, well, you can go to the doctor and he can fix your leg and it'll heal. If you jump out in front of a moving semi and it hits you, you're not going to survive. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's right. just uh, it's just the, the kind of chances we take in life. Okay. On that thought, I think uh, I think now might be a good time to wrap it up. I think we've been going for about two hours at this point. So Again, again you and I have <laughs> then, that happen, yeah. don't we? Yeah, we do. We, we do. Oh my God, that's a good habit. Yeah, it's not that bad. Okay, it, no, it's it been is. a pleasure though, Dino. I I really appreciate you sitting down and talking with me. It's been a it's been a very good and productive conversation. I think. Very well, you and and you're you're great at it yourself too. You really are. You're even though this is only the second time I've done something like this. Hey, it, it's it's you know it, I think it worked out just great. You know, we both we both we we we're not afraid to disagree with each other. And if we both see eye to eye, then well, naturally we're going to agree with each other. And I have no problem with that. Everybody has a right to make their own own decision and their own choice. I'm not going to sit there and not once have you heard me. I never will say that. You're wrong. Because I don't know. You might be right and I'm wrong. You know what I mean? Indeed. So, Indeed. Yeah. So it's always, you know, it's sharing ideas and it's sharing beliefs. That's what you and I have done here tonight. Yeah. And, and and the other time, we're sharing ideas and beliefs. We're putting two minds together and coming up with a with a with a decision. You know, that's that's how it works. That's how I learned how to do it in the army. You know, you work together, teamwork. And yeah. since I've been married to Linda, we do teamwork. I do the dishes, she she vacuums the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, with that oh. being said, uh we're going to end the broadcast. Uh, thanks again, Dino, and thanks to anyone who's watching, and have yourself, have, have yourself a good night. Yep. Thank you, Pierce, and you have a good day and weekend. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care.